How's everyone doing this evening? I'm Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And uh, thanks for joining us again for another episode of Romero Pictures, Indie Brigade, and Nasty Nation presents the Graveyard Talk. Uh, and it happens to be our 13th episode. And I'm, that's, that's pretty cool, I think. Right. You know? Uh, it's the magic number for, uh, you know, the yeah. world, 13. Oh, definitely. It's a spooky number. It's a spooky number. It's a... Uh, Something you think of like bad luck or, you know, something bad's going to happen. Nothing really good, really, you know, except the fact that I was a Friday the 13th kid. So I was born on Friday the 13th, so that's special. But you also think of one certain horror villain. Um, It only makes sense to to us to uh, discuss this franchise uh, and this villain. And, of course, we're talking about the ever-so-popular Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, first off, I want to say this before we get into talking about these movies. Um, we're not gonna tell too much about the about each movie because that's gonna take up fucking forever time. Well, right? and, and some of them, as most of you probably know, are kind of redundant. It's you know killing some kids in the woods and whatnot, but. We're going to try to hit the high notes. We'll tell you some of the differences besides that. Like, yeah, besides you know, that. What makes these movies different from the other ones. Yeah. Uh, so it would just be in that. But you won't get the whole uh, plot, if you want to call it that. Yeah. You won't get those, really. Um, as we always try to say, um, if you have not seen the Friday the 13th movies, um, I'm gonna, we're going to need you to stop right now and go watch every single one of them and then come back to this episode, Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, but if you want to, uh, if you want to keep on listening, here's the the gist of it. You got a first movie with some killers, or you got a killer that's going on, and we'll get to all that in a second. And then it ends up with a bunch of like teenagers being killed, but in a bunch of other movies. There you go. Yeah. Like I said, we'll give you the differences of it. Um, so we're just gonna go down the uh, down the line. Yeah, down the list of these uh, of the. 12 movies in the franchise of Friday the 13th. At the at current, yes. Yeah. Uh, we need one more, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, eventually they will, but, you know, they'll either redo it again or whatever. But uh, It would just be fucked up, though, if that if the Friday the 13th series, like, didn't have never, an official 13th movie. Right. They're, and I'd it just ended. they'll make another Freddy vs. Jason, or they'll do another rehash, I would say. Oh, yeah, probably. But yeah. the first one. The very first one. 1980. Friday the 13th, numero uno. Right. Uh, started out here. We'll, we'll, we'll say yeah, this Yeah, this one at least bit. give the kind of rundown of this. Yeah. It's a little different than all the other ones. Yeah. Um, it's it's the ultimate camp slasher besides Sleepaway Camp, if you actually think about it. Yep. Uh, a bunch of, bunch of teenagers are going to restart up uh, Camp Crystal Lake, uh, the summer camp. Um. And they go a little early uh, to 
help get stuff set up. Yep. And of course they go through the usual stuff. People get killed. Uh, and there's a lot of, uh, sex, a lot of sexy time, a lot of, a lot of fun times, like what teenagers <laughs> like to do. There's some weed smoking. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of that. And there's a lot of blood and it turns out that. Well, so you got to tell why the, the killings happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Turns out that the mother of a boy who died there, uh, the boy being, of course, Jason Voorhees, uh, she took revenge on this um, and went around and killed these kids because she did not want them to reopen this place at all. Well, and Jason died because of negligence of a camp counselor. Like, he, you know, he drowned. He couldn't swim. So if these counselors had been paying attention... Yeah. You know, so that's why she's attacking these kids. I mean, they're essentially going to be the camp counselors of this camp. and They're too busy you know, making love. Right. And smoking their dope. Yeah, and drinking they, beers and things. Yeah, they totally ignored uh, the one uh, special kid, uh, right. Jason Voorhees. Uh, it's a classic. Um, it's got some really good kills in it. I mean, of course you got the classic, like, you know, ax to the head in the shower. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got the arrows, you know, that, that was a yeah. whole, that was a whole good scene. Um, it's not my favorite of the, of the, of the franchise by no. any means, but you I hold it up to high regards for what it is. Somewhere. And I think it's, uh, we got to talk about Sean Cunningham a little bit. I mean, he's the director <coughs> and the producer of this first one. He kind of oh, definitely is the reason why, you know, Jason, is known to all of us or this whole franchise basically. So, yeah, you know, he at least had to start somewhere and the story's good. It is a, it's a classic horror, you know, there's nothing, uh, classic summer camp horror. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, of course they, people don't, uh, a lot of people forget people who aren't diehards always forget that Jason wasn't the killer in the first right. one, uh, which is the first one is his mom. Jason is apparently dead. We find out later on that he's not, uh, yeah. of course, in these other movies. But you know, uh, Kevin Bacon, of course, uh, was in the it was in this film. Yeah, uh, gets a nice uh, arrow to the throat. Oh yeah, that's... Uh, you know another good kill that 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 always is remembered. Um, and it's some it, some cool work from Tom Savini. Yeah, you know, um, special effects master um, and practical effects. Yeah, that's you know, what that course, is. I mean, I harp on all the time. I love practical effects, and Tom Savini is the king of that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, between him and a couple other people, we wouldn't even have good practical effects. I agree. You know, you I agree. the K&B guys have been doing awesome stuff for a long time. I mean, they split up <laughs> since, but, you know, uh, I don't know. And Savini, I mean. Yeah, Savini's, he... he he kind of raised the bar when it came to special effects. Yeah, that's stuff. the word. He right. made the shit look incredibly real. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, the end of the movie, you see Jason pulls the the main screen girl, like the the last girl. Yeah. Uh, she's in a boat. Okay, she's Classic in a fucking scene. boat. Yeah. Classic. And scene. you think it's over with, and then this little like dead looking. Kid or whatever it's comes just up. like a, a kid that's just been in the swamp his whole life. Right. I mean, he's just got like, I mean, well, he's coming up out of the water, but he's just, yeah, you know. And he pulls her under. Feral. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty terrifying. Um, and the scene's perfect, though. It starts with some beautiful music, and then he's yeah. completely, you know. Uh, she pull, She gets pulled into the water. She wakes up in the hospital. 
And the whole scene with the cops saying, ma'am, there was no boy because she kept screaming, what about the boy? What about the boy? Yeah. And then there you have it. There's there's the first one. There's the very first first part of the team. Originally, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Sean Sean Cunningham and everybody else uh, had said that they almost didn't want to continue it being that story. They were going to have it be a different story every time. That was one of the, the ideas. And I don't really know. I can't remember how, how they ended up saying it went. but They revisit that idea later on, like after yeah. five, I think. They talk about that again. but Yeah. Uh, they decided just to go with the Jason Voorhees character. Yeah. Moving to part two. Yeah. Which is my personal... Uh, uh, my, it's my it's my favorite one out of all of them. It's uh, a good one only because to me, Jason. I mean, he starts, you know, as a character. Yeah, yeah. You see the little boy, but in this one, um, the most memorable, maybe the most memorable, Jason, because of, I mean, he's wearing a, a like a burlap sack. Yeah, with one eye. With one eye, you know, and so. I don't know. It's just a. It's a good take. It's a good start for Jason's character, and it was creepy. And you find out that he's not dead. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's just like a. I mean, a swamp kid. I don't know. He's been living in the camp for years or whatever. Yeah. You know, but he's not dead. Yeah. So he's just running around through the woods with this. Uh, but he's he's already become a legend though, like because that's they're even telling the story about Jason, like you know. Yeah. All well, because I mean. Maybe he's killing, you know, he's already killed multiple people from little kid Jason to yeah. burlap sack Jason. Yeah. Uh, I think it has a creepier element, creepier vibe in the movie um, that uh, him having that, that sack. And like, isn't he wearing like overalls and shit? Yeah. Uh, and I think he has a, what is it that he uses the most in that? Uh he used a pitchfork. Pitchfork. Yeah, yeah, he used a pitchfork, and then he used, uh, I thought he used, like, I don't know, some other fucking tool. Maybe I'm thinking of something different, but I keep seeing it. But, uh, yeah, he did use a pitchfork. Yeah. And he had more, there was more of kind of like, uh, maybe a Hills Have Eyes kind of like yeah, vibe absolutely. to him a little bit. Because, I mean, you know, he's been living in these woods, you know, and he's, he is feral, basically. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it definitely has a Hills Have Eyes kind of early feel to it. Yeah, what are some memorable kills about in that one that you remember? I just remember that pitchfork. That's about the only one that really sticks out to me and then the end of the movie. Yeah. The weird altar. Yeah. You know. That was, the I see, I always thought that was cool because he, because, yeah. uh, you know, the, the mom's head's right there and her hair, you know, it's all the decrepit and like, you know, decaying and, and, the, and there's, like, candles all over the place. And then, like, the sweater's right there along with the machete yeah. was there, too. And uh, the main girl in, in that one, uh, Jenny, she yeah, uh, she decides that she runs in there. She sees a shit. I'm going to put this on. And yeah. it totally, it gives you that moment where, where the one thing that fucks with Jason is if you, like, his mom. You first realize Jason has mommy issues. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and well, maybe not first, but you realize how, how heavy they go or how deep they go. And cause she's able to just put this, this sweater on and, and kind of say some words to him and talk motherly to him, talk motherly to him and kind of get his cheat off, you know, and like, let's her 
Yeah, right and, then, and then he, you know, he realizes like as she's swinging at him or whatever, you know. Well, right. And but one, there's one scene in that in that movie that there's something about that's just so disturbing is the opening scene of part two, where he, you see like there's a little girl in the streets, and uh, it's like rainy outside or whatever, and then you see like a leg. Or something, or a guy. I think, yeah, I think it's his leg. And then it goes to the chick from the the far the end of the first one, and it's her like taking a shower, waking up from a nap, all this shit. And then she's like in her uh, in her kitchen, and then she opens it up, and like his mom, like his mom's head or whatever, is in yeah. the refrigerator or something. And then he puts a fucking screwdriver on the side of her head. For some reason, like that whole scene, the way it's shot and everything, it, that's a memorable scene uh, scene for me in that one. But I love that one. Uh, it's, it's it's one that, that I see as a, 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 a classic, as well as the first one, I think. But then it kind of goes along with it a little bit. I like the, the fact, I mean, other than you kind of start, you know, Jason's character, <laughs> but that altar scene shows that he's not just completely out there. Yeah. I mean, he's got some semblance of, like, he's constructed this altar and, like, put his mom's sweater and, like, lit these uh, candles. A religious and, thing, kind of. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, yeah, absolutely. So. Which, of course, I mean, they, they totally changed him up so much. Which, oh, well, true. And he, but you start to see, like, that evolution of a character. Yeah. Yeah, which is what I like. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, I think it's, I think it's one that, that's, that's a definite watch. Um, which, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll just go just ahead. Just to see his character start and like the bag face and all that stuff, man. That's, yeah, you have to watch that. Oh, yeah. And I'll just go ahead and say it right now. In my opinion, I mean like two, three, and four, uh, which I mean, I, hell, if I can just say the, the first four are some 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 really cool stuff and also some ridiculous stuff. Well, right. Um, on to? On to part three. 1982. T- talking about ridiculous. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Part three is memorable one for a lot of different different reasons. Memorable characters. And the Cheech and Chong guy. You yeah, know. man. There's, part three is a, it's a trip. I mean. Shelly, the, the jokester guy. Yeah. Like, he, you would talk about some bad luck and just not knowing how to be around people at all. Oh, that guy is man. like. That guy is the worst. Oh, man. But, I mean, and it's because of him, though, yeah. that we get the hockey mask. Yes, so Pitch. this is when uh, part three is when Jason, the iconic hockey mask comes into play. And it's because of this Shelly, this jokester character. I don't know why he has a hockey mask, uh, but he's wearing that trying to scare people at one part in the scene. Yeah. And that's where Jason gets his mask from after he kills old Shelly. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, which it's, I hate being him on the game. I'm just going to throw it out there real quick. If you ever play the Friday the 13th game, you can, you end up being Shelly at some oh, point. Goodness. And it's just, I hate being him because he just seems like the worst character to have. But anyway, uh, but he's a memorable character, definitely. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he, it's fate. He He's the one that brought the hockey mask, and that's iconic through the whole rest of the, the franchise. Yeah, anytime yeah. that you ever, you know, you watch TV shows or whatever the fuck, and somebody tries to, they, they try to pull like a, a Jason and, you know, have the hockey mask on because it's, it's not just a hockey mask. I've never seen a hockey mask like what he wears exactly you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's you know like you think of Jason Voorhees yep but 
That was also Friday the 13th Part 3. was also 3D. Uh, oh, yeah. That's true. Which, at the time, 3D for those kind of movies was not really... It's not like what we watch 3D now. No. No, not at all. But, like, uh, I think there's a, a saw blade scene or a machete scene or something that comes close into the screen, mm-hmm. you know, into the camera, which is what... Well, there's the part know. where uh, that one girl gets uh, pegged in the eye. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Which about. is a pretty brutal scene, honestly. Yeah. Uh, pegs her right in the, in, in the eye, and it, <clears throat> the arrow, like spear or whatever, comes right at the screen. There's like where the guy gets his head crushed. Yeah. Dan, or whatever. The, the, I forgot his name, but yeah. The, the big fucking, like, frat boy motherfucker who's yeah. just like, he's kind of a piece of shit. All he cares about is, like, I just want to get laid. Like, you well, kind of. Teenager, you know, for the most part, they're like teens, early 20s. Yeah. That is what you're thinking of. Yeah. And all, I mean, they, they, everything points to this being just a, a disaster of a fucking vacation. For one, yeah. the, the main chick in the movie, the one thing I never understood, I got to mention this, <laughs> is the fact that yeah. she had been to that place before and she had a bad memory of like a bad, you know, man with a fucked up face, yeah. about, uh, which of course it was her running with Jason Voorhees. And it scared the shit out of her, and you know it caused all kinds of problems in her family. Blah blah. blah. Fucked so her head. You're up. gonna go back? Yeah, you're gonna go go back and have a good time. Like yeah. I just, I mean, apparently it fucked you up bad, bad enough to where you had to go to a therapist or whatever the fuck yeah. she says in the movie. And of course, it's even worse for her now because oh well, he never left. Uh, there's some good shit in there. Of course, you got the biker gang, uh, and you, oh, yeah. you've got their whole plan. Like they. They kind of fuck up plans to fucking be able to get away at the end in the van because oh, they siphon siphon their fucking man. gas. They still had gas out there, and it, they probably wouldn't have came after him if Shelly hadn't smacked. Into, it's all Shelly, man. It's all Shelly. Uh, like you know, again, gonna make this uh, thing. We're not gonna go through everything in these movies like we usually do because that's gonna be a lot of fucking time. These first couple, the, I, I mean, this is the first hockey mask. Yeah, so you gotta hit the the. The points, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's a good one. I I enjoy it. I always have fun watching it. Yeah, it's a fun ride. It's not necessarily a good movie, but it's a fun ride. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. You see the hockey mask and Jason's in the light, so. It's definitely a memorable one yeah. for that fact. Um, trying to think if there's any other, any, any, any other, like, complete, you know, like, oh, well, that's a good fact to, to bring up yeah. in that one. I feel like I'm missing something, but anyway, on to four, on to part to uh, part four, um, 1984. Yeah, the final chapter. The final this, chapter. This was supposed to be the last time well, you ever saw Jason Voorhees. Yeah, man. And Tom Savini comes back to do his amazing work as a master, right? But and to kill off Jason. I, I don't know how true this is, but read an article on something. I watched the interview where he talked about something about like he wanted to help kill the thing he created. created you know? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Dr. Frankenstein type stuff. I like that. You know, have you ever kill se- your creation. Have you ever seen that guy's house? No. Oh my God, there's, there's video. I met him once, but I've never seen his house. So. Hey God, dude, like you would think that he really did create these fucking things. They're all over his fucking house. Well, like, how Jesus could they Christ. not be, man? I mean, you know. Um, yeah, it's cool that I'm glad that he was on that one. Uh, of course, you have Corey Feldman playing yeah. a very memorable role as the uh, the first time you see uh, oh, Tommy. Yeah, um, Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis, who his character pops up a couple more times in the in the series. Um, 
and in this one, he's just a kid. And he, he does like kind of the Tom Savini thing. And a lot of people thought Tom Savini, that he was based off Tom Savini because he makes masks and all that shit. Oh, right. He's a young kid making uh, latex <laughs> Halloween masks and, uh, you know, zombie stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially on every kid that likes monster movies and stuff. I, you know, that just, wants to make that kind of shit yeah. and just be a part of that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you, of course, have the, the memorable moment at a certain point in the film where Corey Feldman's character of Tommy Jarvis shaves his head. Yeah, man. That's an iconic scene in this movie in yeah. particular. Because, yeah. He, he, he's, he wants to lure Jason by looking like him. Right. When he was a kid. And... For what, one that you get that this kid is smart enough to pick up on some, like, weird shit. It's like, okay, this is how I'm going to yeah. get it, you know, or whatever. And again, it's just a, another weird, like, interaction with Jason. Yeah. You know, when it actually comes to, to play out. Um, now, <sighs> Jason is, is killed... And again, you've seen this movie. That's why you're listening. That's why you understand this. Uh, hopefully. Right. Or you're really lost. My, my bad. Whatever. Uh, when he's destroyed, like we said, it's final. the final nightmare. Or the final nightmare. Ooh, Shit, wrong movie. Wrong the franchise. Final, the final chapter. Uh, oops, how the fuck does that happen? Um, memorable scene of when he does is he gets a fucking, he gets a, a machete through yeah. the side of his head. Through his head. With some great special effects, he slides down the thing <clears throat> and it like cuts him right open. Like his eyebrows move and everything. Yeah, it's it's very well done for the time frame. I mean, this one was eighty four. Yeah, and I mean, Savini was just killing it even back then. So very memorable cover of that too, mm-hmm. um, which I've actually thought would be a cool tattoo. Just right. to, you know, it's just Jason's. Fa- I always was like enthralled with that that cover of that movie for some reason. I don't know. It was because it looked like a cool like. Heavy metal, all the Jason cover, covers you know? looked killer back then. when you know we were oh, kids. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, oh shit, a new Jason movie." Yeah, like I don't even care what it's, <laughs> yeah, what happens or it's like you know. okay, well here's the cover of like final chapter where it's like Jason's mask, a fucking knife, and a bunch of blood. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. <coughs> you know, and also that they're uh, they're that 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 also can't uh, forget to mention that uh, Crispin Glover is in that one. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and he's, uh, I think he's just always been the most awkward person in the world. Yeah, if you guys don't know who Crispin Glover is, just look him up. Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> that's his probably up. most notable, but he's, he was, uh, he did awesome in a, in the Willard remake. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good so, one. But he's super weird, awkward <clears throat> actor. Very weird dude. Uh, also, go check out the fun interview with him and David Letterman, where oh, apparently man. he was on acid. It's fucking crazy. That was, that's wild. But anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway. Uh, God, we can get into talking about stupid shit forever. Uh, um, but there, I, one thing being a kid watching this movie that also stuck out was like there was a lot more like nudity in that one and then the other ones. A mm-hmm. little bit in the other ones, but in that one, there's. I, I, I was the next one's the worst with all that. It was like oh yeah, it was like notorious for a while. Like the MPAA and stuff was mm-hmm. just like nah, too much blood and titties in that one. We can't we can't do that. So Jason's dead. And everybody's fucked up. Tommy Jarvis is out of his fucking mind. Right. We think that the movie like franchise is closed there. And they decide that they're going to make a fifth one. Right. 
New beginning. The new, uh, the new beginning. Um, which, it was the year after 1985. Yeah, so, I mean we're right after. Yeah, well, you know, which okay, you know, it kind of makes sense. You know, that's because Tommy Jarvis is, is is a character in it again. But the thing with this new beginning, it wasn't intended to be a Jason movie. Right. This is again when they revisit the idea of having kind of a new villain, a new character. You know, yeah. Um, it can be Friday the 13th, but it's just not going to be Jason Voorhees. It's going to be somebody else. But that just did not. No. You know, fans and just. They went, a, they went, a, they went an interesting route. I I like this movie for a couple of reasons. Um, that, I mean, I, a lot of people uh, have said this. And this is kind of stupid, but whatever. Uh, probably some of the best breast scenes. Full frontal nudity. Uh, well, that's what I, I was going to say. It was like, uh, I don't know. There's all kinds of articles about how it was a big deal when it mm-hmm. came out. You know, we're still talking the 80s, early 80s. Yeah. And there's just like explicit nudity, drug use, like heavy gore. Like the kill scenes are just like. They're pretty intense. Yeah. For like. Yeah. The time frame. It's like, holy shit. This this movie's got a lot of stuff going on. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a story about, Jay, you know, uh, these kids. At a uh, you know a special kind of place, like kind of like home for kids that yeah, don't like have anywhere else to go, or something. Almost. Yeah, like or, I think that maybe or something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be something where like kids that like you know don't have the best behavior, you know, or they uh, can't get along with people for whatever reason, you know. Uh, I mean that this came out when again? Eighty five. Eighty five. So we're still thinking eighties here. So you know. Um, but they mixed everybody in together, I guess. Um, and there is someone going around and killing them, like most of these movies, as you haven't right. picked up already, obviously. Um, but one one kill in that movie that 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 sticks out though is uh, the there, there's a, a rather large fellow. I can't remember his fucking name. It just I just drew a blank on it. But uh, he gets uh, he gets axed to death. You feel really bad for him because he's not really being bad. He's not really being mean. He's asking this one guy who's like the biker type or whatever, who's chopping wood, which I mean, when you actually watch, you're like, well, how the fuck didn't I see this coming when I first started, when I, when I yeah. first watched this movie? And the guy like gets kind of pissy and the, and the biker dude hacks him. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, that stands out. Like that's when you think of yeah. kills, you think of that kill, you know? Um, well, it's just like brutal. Yeah. You know, and just bloody and it's what you want out of a Friday 13 slasher flick. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course there, there, there's the, uh, the, the scene of, in question of the, the, uh, some of the best breasts in a Friday 13th movie. Um, you know, the fucking shit in the eyes. Oh, like that's, that's a, that, that's a, that's a really memorable kill uh, oh. for multiple reasons. Um, which I that that was actually pretty gory for a mainstream type movie. That's what, I mean, you you're know. talking eighty five, yeah, major release like in theaters and stuff back in back then, you know. Yeah, it gets a lot of shit because, of course, the the killer you find out this guy looks like Jason, but of course it's not Jason at all. Uh, one of the EMTs that picked up, you know, the 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 dead kid from the the hospital, which the hospital having its problems as it is didn't help. Right. Uh, come to find out that the fucking 
kid that got killed, his dad was actually one of the MTs, and he is the one taking revenge, and he is dressed up like Jason, and he's killing everybody that he can. Yeah, he's not he's not sparing anything. Yeah, he's not pissed at all. No, no, like yeah, and you know the, you you're, you're, not, you're not kidding. There there is a lot of like explicit. I mean, you see somebody like, isn't that the one with the the guy picking up the girl from uh, the diner, and he's like snorting coke? Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I, again, I don't know how true this is. I read an article that, like, uh, this guy wrote this book. I can't remember what his name is right now. Uh, what is his name? Anyway, he was on the production staff, right, of this movie. Yeah. And he talks about the all a bunch of them, like, doing a lot of drugs behind the scenes. So no, I don't what, doubt it, yeah. Right? I mean, just more than what would be <laughs> a Hollywood movie. Yeah, everybody's doing drugs, I guess. But this was, like... Rampant drug use, the way he talked. Yeah. So, or, or so I've read. So it was definitely that time period. Right? I mean, you got the 80s Coke explosion and all this stuff. So, and they're showing that on the screen. Yeah. Which was what the MPAA had a, a big problem with. Yeah. There'd been other gore, and there's always titties in movies and whatever. But, like, showing heavy drug use? Yeah. Ah, that, that gets to people a little bit, you know? Yeah. Even still. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, now they're a little more graphic about shit. But, right, you know. I mean, now you got people, like, you know, banging heroin needles and stuff, and it's... Yeah, really. Like, it's another level, but... <laughs> but, you know, it, it, the movie does get a lot of shit, because it's not Jason. Right. That people are, like, let down. Yeah. That, you know, people were really pissed off, like, are oh, you going to fuck with us like that? Right. Because, you know, he dies at the end of it, and he falls in the thing, yep. and then, like, his mask comes off, and you see, like, it's actually the EMT guy. Yep. And you're like, what? Like, I remember being a kid watching that movie, and I was like, wait, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, wait, what's going on? Why would you do that to us? Because I remember being kind of shitty about it when I was younger. Well, right. You know, because you watch the other ones and stuff, and you're like, well, you're going to make it. But when you're younger, you've already seen a bunch of gore and titties, so you're like, well, all right. Yeah, I mean, I always loved it. Growing up, <laughs> thing is, I loved that one a lot, actually. Um, but uh, uh, it... it, it it's definitely not my favorite because it's not Jason. Right. You know. As I, as I got older and I've watched right. it multiple times, like it's one of those I'll put on. I'm like, ah, okay. Right. You know, I need something just to watch it to put on. And it's like Friday the 13th or some shit and I haven't watched it for a while. Yeah. And I put it on. But because of this movie, we now get Jason back because it didn't do well because people were like, where's Jason? Why wasn't this just a Jason? <laughs> yes. They made up for it very nicely. Right. With uh, part so six. Part six. Jason lives. Right. And, uh, nine, and one year later again, I mean, they're just cranking these out. This is 86. Yeah. So, uh, they, well, cause the, the, the popularity of the Friday the third, Friday the 13th franchise. Couldn't speak there for a second. Right. Um, started getting really, you know, yeah. cause, for I guess like Jason Voorhees to be in the main like a pop culture mainstream. Yeah. In the eighties. Yeah. It was like what? Yeah. You know, it's like you all I mean, you had, you know, Freddie and stuff, which we'll get to all that and shit right. in a minute. They're but that's why they're two you know, two of the most known franchise killers. You know. Well the eighties just there's <coughs> an excess of everything. <coughs> oh yeah, completely. excess money to bump these mm-hmm. movies up and to advertise for these movies and like you know, this movie's really well made too. Um, I, I I remember it sticking out. It gets into one of my favorite. Uh, this is going to be an ongoing thing with me. 
Oh, Tommy Jarvis is back. Tommy Jarvis is back. Oh, we oh, real quick, we totally fucked up. In part five, uh, the guy there that's the second time that, that Jarvis is mentioned, and he's a part of it. And his character, one thing that, that always stuck out was how crazy he got after all the shit that happened in part four. Yeah. But we make it known that we didn't forget about Tommy Jarvis. Here he is in part six. Continue right. where we're at. Now, <laughs> if you if you listen to the last episode, uh Judd is the villain of Pet Cemetery. Right. Right. So this is another movie. Tommy Jarvis is the Judd of this movie. Oh, completely. Now, now I mean that, you know, he is the hidden villain of this movie. Yeah. It's not Jason. Jason is still currently dead. Yeah. When we get to the movie Jason Lives, part six here, Jason is dead in the ground. And it is Tommy Jarvis's... Worms crawling on him. He's yeah. half eaten. Like yeah. It is Tommy Jarvis's fault that Jason is resurrected. And he kills, he gets one of his buddy kills in the process. Exactly. There's so many bad about Tommy Jarvis. Right. Tommy Jarvis is a judge. Just, that's how it is. I mean... That's going to be a thing now. Yeah. With with certain things. If it's a a hidden villain. Okay, if you look at this from a different perspective. Yeah. It's just the villain that's not the villain. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, Jason is the big bad. He's the one that's going to kill everybody. But he wouldn't even be up out of the ground. Tommy Tommy Jarvis is the perfect is a perfect reason why, and he gives him his mask back. (laughs) Yeah, like it's just faded that Tommy Jarvis is the one. Mm -hmm. Jason has plagued him his basically his whole life. Yeah, now it's his fault that Jason is back to life doing stuff, but because he he has to make sure he's dead. He you know he's right. He he goes to he goes to Jason's grave. He's out of the institute, and. Yeah, yeah. He, I, digging him up. The the and we're not gonna. Cause, I mean, you've seen it. You've seen it. You know that's that's the whole point of this. But that whole that whole opening part, which the the guy that is is that is his friend that's going with him, um, I think it's funny. And I, a lot of you aren't gonna know about this show at all. But also, John Travolta started there too. Okay, welcome back, Cotter. It's an old show from the seventies. Oh, older than me, man. It's old as fuck. But I mean, I'm a Naked Night kid, and I'm Witcher. I, I mean, know, I know what it is too. So. You know, um, and uh, a guy that was on there who I can't remember what his fucking name was on the show now, uh, but he was like the dorky guy on there. And as a kid, that I like, I says a Naked Night kid, I got a kick watching that for the yeah. first time. Like, hey, it's, it's Squeaky or whatever yeah. his name is. Oh, Squeaky or yep. something. Yep. And um, I got to look that up. It's gonna bug me. Um, and he, you know, seeing him get his, he gets his fucking heart ripped out. Like from yeah. the minute that, that, that opening scene comes up yeah, where Jason's back, electricity through him. Right, right. He gets, he gets, he gets Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. right? Electricity comes down, electrifies his body. And we, we now understand that Jason is just this supernatural creature. Yeah. Like he's just not a tough guy or this kid that's out in the woods. Like, this is his resurrection scene. I mean, Jason lives. He's Frankenstein back to life. You know, that's actually kind of fucked up because Victor Frankenstein made the mistake of making this monster in the first place. Tommy Jarvis made the mistake of going back and trying to make sure Jason was destroyed. Right. I never thought about the comparison there. But yeah, yeah definitely. It's it's a Frankenstein movie. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I mean, the way it opens and he's shocked back and it's like, oh man. And you see Tommy Jarvis' character realize what has happened. Yeah. What he did. Yeah. And that's, oh. that, that, that whole, that whole first like scene of that movie sets the rest of the ball. I mean, yeah. it just, it makes it me, I, I, everything about that movie I love. 
Yeah. Good characters, good writing, story storyline. It's the usual fucking teenagers well, being like killed, but at the same point, it's you know, I don't know. It, it it it's the first time it uses like some meta humor a little bit. Yeah, there, like, there's a lot more humor in this one than the other ones. Well, the other ones were uber serious, and this one it's serious, but it's like well, there's throwbacks to itself. Like it makes fun yeah. of stuff a little bit. Yeah, and there's like some uh, almost breaking the fourth wall type stuff. They don't talk to the camera. Yeah, but there's like there's direct looks at the camera and just di- almost uh-huh. like you guys are watching the movie. It's just this fun horror movie. Just like hey, Jason's back. Let's just do it. You know, yeah. I mean? it's just it's a fun feel. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. They decide to kind of like stop taking themselves too seriously. Absolutely. Honestly. There's a. There's, I mean, you're up to part six by now, and people are still on board. Yeah. So like, let's just you know. It totally. I mean, it definitely like I, where everybody's pissed off about part five. They definitely resurrected him in the in the right way, I think. And, yeah, and everybody got behind it, and you know, the popularity went back up. Yeah. Like, oh, Jason's back, and he's killing random people, you know, in the woods, and it's 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 a Jason flick again, you know. It's, yeah. It's Jason. Oh, definitely, and. Alice Cooper, the the oh yeah the Alice Cooper song in it that uh, man behind the mask yep. or whatever it is, uh, which I think is blasting on on the part where the people like the there's a kind of like a stoner kind of dude that's one of the counselors or whatever and him and this girl take this fucking Winnebago out and they're doing their thing you know and. Jason fucking puts her face through a fucking wall when he's like driving, not even paying yeah. attention when they're trying to get out of there. And then he gets a fucking like hunting knife in the side of his head. Yeah. You know, uh, another memorable kills. And that, oh yeah. And the, also, I can't, I can't forget when he kills the guy and the Winnebago flips over and then he comes popping out the top yeah. of it. You're like, yes, Jason is back. You it's know? like you shouldn't be so happy. <laughs> well, you know, but it, this is one of the first ones too that Jason is like, Again, Tommy Jarvis is the villain of this movie. Yeah. Jason is kind of like the good guy. I mean, he's not a good guy, but you're like, yeah, Jason, because he's killing people that are just... Yeah. <sighs> whatever. I yeah, mean, yeah, just yeah. like... I, you he, get behind, he's this is pretty one of the first brutal. ones where you get behind Jason as a character, I think. Yeah. Like, he has the crowd support. He's the... You know, everybody's cheering Jason on to kill these fuckers. I mean, I, again, some of the kills are in this, like, you know, uh, are good. Uh, there's some good scenes in it. The cabin, when they open it up trying to find uh, the different counselors or whatever, and there's just blood everywhere. Yeah. Covering the popcorn, covering the wall. I mean, just you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, uh, what was it? When the, the sheriff gets killed, he gets bent all the way backwards. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a, a memorable That's a memorable one. one. Um, and, uh, of course, the standoff at the end. Yeah. Uh, when, it, when it comes down to Tommy Jarvis, he's, he is going to be the one that puts Jason back in the water where he belongs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in theory, okay, I see that. You know, but at the same point, it's kind of like, I don't know. You, you brought him back. Maybe this might be like where, uh, how he's going to die. Whatever. Tommy Jarvis. Gets him out of the water, puts fire all around all the fucking lake. Yeah. Puts the chain on him. He's underwater. Sinks him in there. And, uh, and then that's, that's it. Jason's done. And, uh, and then you don't really know what's going to happen next. Now, it is probably one of my favorite ones. I would okay. say that it's definitely like, like, you know, in like my top five favorite for many reasons. Um, well, there's only 12. Yeah. 
top five out of play. Hey, man, still. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, Jack. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I there's I I, just, I love this movie. Uh, it's one that I can always watch. It's it doesn't it doesn't bore me. I know everything about this fucking movie, like scene wise, and like the, oh, you know, this yeah. is gonna happen, that's gonna happen, yeah. you know? and. It's just it's a it's a classic I think in, in, in its own little way, um, and and it's a good one. Yeah, and I think that it, you should watch it. Well, just for the beginning and seeing Jason come back. Oh yeah, and yeah, watch this one. It's fun. Yeah, no, this is this this uh this one leads on to, uh, of course, part seven, the new blood, nineteen eighty eight. Uh, skipping a couple of years, finally. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll give this one a two year. Yeah, uh, well, they put a little more thought into it. I think this is it, an underrated it's, one. It's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and I love the uh, the psychic girl, even though you know her telekinetic. Yeah, it's a, okay. It's some weird sci fi stuff to throw in there. This telekinetic girl, and uh, but I don't it, know. I like the weird take. I think it was cool. Because, I mean, oh, all right, they've had so many movies of the same shit. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason's, you know, he's a killer. He's killing people in the woods. He's he's going to kill these, these teenagers. People, yeah. They're going to have sex. All, you know, we know the whole story. They changed it up a little bit. People mm-hmm. people didn't know how they felt about it. And it didn't get, like, the best, like, reviews from a right. lot of people. But I always liked it because it's like, okay, give him a, somebody he can actually, like, kind of force with. Right. And you get her. And... I, I think it, I think it's written written really well, and uh, you can't forget about uh, some of the characters in it, the sci-fi geek guy that that's uh, just completely just crazy. Like everything to him is just sci-fi, or he's depressed. Well, I think that's again <laughs> them like making fun of themselves a little bit. Yeah, right. Because this is the first one that has like a sci-fi element. You got this telekinetic girl that develops her powers and stuff. Yeah. So like you have the sci-fi guy in the movie that you're introducing the sci-fi element, like that. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Put on that one. Yeah. So it's uh, I don't know. I think it's a play on themselves, and I think that's a smart movie in itself. Just, yeah. Uh, it, it also uh, has some some speaking of like uh, good kills because I I keep saying like okay these kills these kills well. That's something that's actually kind of important in these movies. As well, fucked up so, as that sound. There's so many kills. So many different ways. Yeah. You know. And Jason is notorious for using all kinds of different stuff. So. Yeah. And thinking about it, I know that we left some out in some of the other ones. Yeah. But just Watch the ones that come. Own. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and this one, of course, the the you got the the chick with the, the necklace that gets broken by the girl. Yeah. Um, who has the, the telekinetics, psycho psychedelic whatever the fuck uh able to move shit okay telekinesis that's it whatever um mind bullets there we go yeah um you get to see a really cool um face of jason yeah i I like how his face looks when he gets he gets his mask rip off yeah Um, oh yeah because she tightens it around to where the straps break and it falls off yeah and he looks fucking just Evil. I mean, he's a he's a nasty zombie Frankensteinish. He does kind of have like a yeah, like definitely like a Frankenstein kind of look yeah. to him. Um, I love seeing the 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 bitchy girl get slammed into the TV or whatever it is. Yeah, like he just like throws like she's yeah. like what the fuck? And they're like you really gotta like yeah, and then he comes up and just boom. Yeah, I mean like I this 
Those are those moments you're like, thanks, Jason. And you know that, that those characters are like, we appreciate that. Now we got to get yeah. back to this. Uh, he really meets his match in it. You know, like she knocks him through fucking. I was just, yeah, it's one of the first times he has like a real opponent. Yeah. Like, okay, Tommy Jarvis is his like ongoing like. But that's not. Tommy he, Jarvis was a pussy compared to this chick. He destroys Tommy Jarvis' whole life. Oh, yeah. Even unbeknownst to Jason. He doesn't even know he's like destroyed Tommy Jarvis. But. You know, this chick is his real, yeah, uh, you know, opponent, and she does. She like throws him through walls and throws that TV, busts that TV on his head, and like does all kinds of crazy stuff. You got to think, like, what's going through Jason's head? He's like, wait a minute, I, I thought this is going to be a cut and dry. I'm going to kill these people. I'm right. going to get my blood for a little while, and uh, that'd be it. Now I got this bitch who can move everything, and uh, she's really causing me some problems here. Like, it's got to fuck with him. He's like, this has never happened. Like, I get a little bit of fight, but usually I come out in the you end. Oh, yeah. Now this chick's, like, beating the shit out of me. Um, well, I mean, you, you just came back from the dead. So if he's got any sort of brain waves or any sort of, uh, yeah. you know, real cognitive thinking. Yeah. This is the first time you're like, oh, yeah, I can't just run through this this woman. Like, I can't just destroy her and everybody else. And, like. Yeah, she's going to do something to knock my ass back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's a good one. I, I like it a lot. Uh, like I said, it, it people go back and forth how much they actually really care about it. But I, I think it was good they went to the direction they did because they did start changing things up a little bit. Yep. Um, Some for the worse, as we're going to see. But yeah. they at least started experimenting a little bit. Well, we're going to get there in just a second. Yeah. We got f- yeah. Let, let me mention real quick, in the new blood, I've uh, uh, got to mention one actor um, who at the moment, it would be better if I could remember his fucking name. Uh, but dude that was in uh, Weekend at Bernie's if you don't remember that movie or haven't seen that go check that it's, it's one of my favorite comedies and the guy that plays Bernie who is a dead guy is being walked around like he's still alive and this guy's in it playing a complete douchebag I all, all I mean dude I gotta say that I hate to say that when uh, and the girl's name is Lisa what god damn but the mom like of Lisa or whoever the fucking yeah. girl is the mom her fucking hair fucking that, oh, I'm just like, would you just? Her, there's something about her face and That's her so hair. Weird, man. I don't know, but like when she dies, I'm like, good. She's annoying, just all around, just annoying. Like if you see, if you, you want to see somebody who really just ignores their kid. You see this parent and how she's letting this asshole of a guy fucking control this whole situation, dude. I don't know why why she didn't fucking just fucking. Cut his head in half or something. That's I don't a, know. That's a weird note to take away from that one. Though. I mean, whatever, you know. All right. Well, how about this? Is the first appearance of uh, Kane Hodder? Yeah. As Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, you, those of you who don't know, he pretty much is Jason from here on out. Oh yeah. There's no. There's no. I don't give a fuck who it, plays Jason after. Yeah. Him. You know, Kane Hodder is Jason, and. Uh, this is his first He's a big dude. Kane's a big guy, and he can do physical acting well. Like, he can move quick. He can do stuff. He gave Jason the, the famous, like, kind of like the movement. Yeah, I was going to say, it's because of The Kane, breathing and stuff. The way, you know, his arms, where he, I don't know, just the way Jason looks and moves, and, and, you know, it's Kane hotter. And so this is his first step into that, and he just only gets better as Jason. He, as it goes. Dude, he loves playing Jason. That's why and he the, owns it, man. On the like, inside of his mouth, he's got the word kill. Yeah. I mean, and I've been <laughs> to a couple of cons and stuff. He's awesome, and he he owns it. He knows that Jason is, like, his thing. 
Yeah. You know, I've never gotten to meet him. My mom fucking helped him out at Scarefest. Oh, I'm yeah, dude. Sure. I've got choked out a couple of times in college. That's what he does. Like his oh, pick, I know. You know the oh, pictures, he, he chokes you out of whatever. I think that's one of the reasons why <laughs> I've been afraid to meet him yet. Just because I'm like, I hate when people have, like, I don't like being choked. And you don't have to. Yeah. Well, I'm, my mom, well, actually, you know? funny little fact, actually, uh, one of my buddies, my buddy Jason, um, he actually ran to my mom somewhere. I can't remember somewhere they were both at someplace. And Jason was actually going to have drinks with Kane Hodder. Right. And invited my mom along. So my mom went and had drinks and stuff with Kane Hodder. Your and mom like, totally punched you out right there. So, oh, dude. Mom, mom, mom doesn't even realize how many points she gets <laughs> in this shit. Like, I know I act like a brat about it sometimes just because I'm kind of jealous. But, hey, mom, you get two thumbs up. Like, I appreciate you. You're cool. Um, Kane Hodder, badass. Yeah. He makes Jason what, what he is. Yeah. You know. Um, There's also talks. One more thing about this one. I've, yeah. Uh, it's uh, the first time that the talks of a Freddy versus Jason crossover. Yeah. Is even somewhat in the rumor mill. Yeah. Right. Because both the, the franchises are, are booming and they're competing, you know, and the fan base are both are huge. And I mean, if you were a, an eighties horror kid, you, I mean, it was yeah. always debates. Oh man, you're Freddy, Freddy or Jason. Who's your, who, who, who's who your do pick? you prefer? Yeah. You know, even though there's like Leatherface and Pinhead and stuff all at the same kind of time frame, But it's the whole idea. Freddy of, versus, you know, Freddy and Jason just had such marketing and such money behind them. That they were just the two, they yeah, were the big two. You know, you debated and well, I'll admit, I mean, I mean, Freddie with the claws, and then you had Jason with like you know the the, the mask. Yeah, because they use different <clears throat> types of killing weapon. You're like, oh, who's your pick? Who's the? You yeah, know, it, made, it was every kid's favorite. Oh, Hell, man, I got to mention like I, I I used to have the little Casey Jones figure, that, you know, Ninja Turtles. And honestly, when I played with my little like figures and stuff, it was Jason. He was Jason. He killed everybody. And he killed yeah. everybody. I don't dude, he killed Flash, <laughs> he killed Superman, he killed them all, you know. That's yeah. just how it was. I was like, all right, this is per you know. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, those were those are fun days. But it, it was the first kind of talks of though that yeah. rumor. And you know, it didn't happen until much later, which we'll get into, but uh, you know, nineteen what is this one? Uh eighty eight is the first time that this starts kind of being a maybe a thing. Yeah. It took forever for yeah. them to finally get to that, which we'll get to that in a minute. Right. So now we got... Now we're, we're going to get back to, okay, you did really good with six, and you did really good with seven. I like seven. You said seven's one of your favorites. Yeah, seven's um, <clears throat> They have eight, which is... Oh, man. There is so much. Oh, God. Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Now, just under the name of this... Yeah. It it uh, causes some trouble. I mean, it just doesn't. It's nonsense from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, because you think about like honestly, with me, I always thought about like the Muppets, you well, know, so like shit like that. I'm like, I mean, it's a whole, Jason. New York is a big deal. It's always been a big deal. Yeah, it's one of the the best cities in the world. I love New York. Shout out to Brooklyn, uh, Flatbush, but <laughs> it's just uh, the movie cover, right? You see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason the mask and you see the New York skyline you're like what does that even mean yeah like as a kid I'm like, like what is, is he this? taking over New York like how Jason takes Manhattan is he just killing like hundreds of people in the streets of New York and stuff but of course not no, it's on a fucking boat it's on a boat which I like 90% of the time we got if we're, if we're, gonna, we're gonna start with it like start out with this one here we gotta also mention something that I didn't even realize Whitman would you like to Go ahead and express the frustration of this one that actually just hit me because I didn't even put that together until you said something. Well, it's uh, all right. <laughs> so these movies, it's, it's these kids and they're going on like a, um, 
like an anthropology trip and like a study trip, right? But it's from Camp Crystal Lake to a houseboat to Manhattan. Yeah. Okay, now think about that one, folks. Camp Crystal Lake. It's enclosed. Yeah. A lake, you can't take a houseboat from a lake to Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, they just kind of throw this together. And these, it's like the boat's not in Camp Crystal Lake. But if it's not, then why is Jason even on this dock? Yeah. Why is Jason even anywhere around these people? Well, so it's just like there's some real plot holes to well, this one. He you know? kills, yeah, that is kind of weird because th- there is no, there's no reason for him to be. Well, because okay, yeah, they he pull, is because he gets out of the water and then he gets on the big boat. Well, he's and he's under the water in these cables and he gets, uh, he gets like shot back to lot. They like do something with these underwater cables and Jason yeah. is underwater. Yeah. So we know that Jason is underwater in the lake. Mm-hmm. So if he's underwater in the lake, how is he? Yeah, they really screwed the pooch on that one, didn't they? Yes, sir. Yeah. So it's only because of that they could throw some crazy shit together. But he's under the water, yeah. Like he is. Well, you know that. that so it's, it's that whole thing. It starts off when you kind of when you really think about it, you're like, oh, that's kind of aggravating. But ignore it, <laughs> you know, and you move on. And uh, there's. There's some there's some cool stuff. Oh man, some good kills and stuff. One of my favorite Jason scenes is in this movie where he kicks the radio. Yes. Okay. At some point, they actually make it to Manhattan. Jason is in downtown New York. You know, Jason has killed just about everybody that's been left on 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 this ship on this cruise. Yeah. And this whole thing, the whole movie is on this fucking boat. Yeah. Ninety percent of it. Right. There's some memorable scenes that are. They finally get to Manhattan and go. Yeah. Well, and it's just uh, there's these punkers. They're out, you know. It's eighties, so there's a big eighties boombox, you know, ghetto blaster style, and they're just out on the sidewalk, just hanging out. <laughs> Jason in full, you know, Get garb and hockey yeah. mask and all, is just walking down the street, and he kicks the radio and just you know flies apart, blows up, and they were just like, you know, they it's call out like they're gonna do something, right? And Jason just keeps walking, you know, doesn't even doesn't even pause, and they they yell at him or whatever, yeah. like, hey man. And he stops. He turns around and lifts his mask up to reveal, you know, whatever. whatever but she does. Do, they, don't, they don't show you. Right. And these, you know, these, these guys, they're just like, like whatever, man. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. But it's another, they're it's a memorable. Yeah. That, you know, it's one of the funny scenes. He just like blows this little bit of humor. Yeah. Uh, also, you get to see uh, where, uh, I think it's the first time you see uh, that Jason can teleport. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, but yeah, I guess because he so. goes from being down here to all of a sudden he's up there and he's throwing Duder out the window. See, that's what I guess that's how it works from Camp Crystal Lake to like you know Manhattan Harbor. He just yeah, boop, you know, he can teleport under there, you know, whatever. I guess, I, but yeah, I gotta but, say that a little bit of a fact is always fun in the game. I'm just gonna throw that out there in the game. You can do that, and even if it's the, just in that, I, I think maybe that's why they let him do it in the game. Yeah, because of this movie. Oh yeah, I mean, so I mean, I gotta give that that props, but it is kind of ridiculous because you didn't. It's not really everything you really see. Yeah, you know, people are usually like running from and shit, but yeah, that's I think that's an important fact there. Uh, Little side note: this is when uh, Sean Cunningham steps back in as a producer. Yeah, so it's got a tie back to the original. He's kind of getting it back. This one's weird as hell, but 
It really is. There, there's a lot going on with this whole movie, though. There's a lot. There's like there, there's like four different stories, like big stories going on all at once in this one. Well, because it's those kids and they're trying to do this schoolwork and all this like. Yeah, which there's drug, there's hard, there's drug use in the in this one. Well, there's, we're there's still in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, you know we're in eighty nine now for this yeah. one. Yeah. So uh, there is a memorable scene. I'm pretty sure it's this one where he punches the guy's head off. I was gonna say the the boxer guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. So the boxer guy, one of these, you know, he's he sees Jason. He he starts squaring up like he's gonna just take this dude out. Well, Jason punches his head off. Right, and it goes bouncing like a basketball down and like into a dumpster, like a a three point shot, you know. And it's yeah. just like another one of those kills. It's like what? But they're just making fun. It's of it. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, because this guy thinks he's getting him. He thinks he's, he's, he's just wearing him out, just like yeah. You know, and and nah. Jason being Kane, it's just like just. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's great. It's it's a lot of there's there's a lot of humor in this one. Yeah. Uh, Girl, the, the girl gets killed with her own guitar. Yeah, you know? there's there's some good scenes. There's some good stuff in this one. The movie makes little sense. It does. Kane does an awesome job as Jason, as always. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, you know. but it's 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 not one of my favorites. But it's it's one of those like for the record, I will I will put on any of these fucking movies and be okay and be satisfied with it. Um, Truth. But at the same point, uh, uh, some are better. Than some are better than others. Yeah. Um, we are actually going to take a short little break here real quick. This is going to be a long one, folks. We're almost done. Stick with us. Thank you. <laughs> 